neoliberal conditions and exacerbated food crises. A quick look at Haiti and remote indigenous Australia. Poverty is the worst form of violence. Mahatma Gandhi. The Haiti famine crisis and food inaccessibility in Australian remote indigenous communities when compared show economic, political, and social structures are driving food availability, quality, and broader community socioeconomic health. More so these structural frameworks are the basis for lack of distributional mechanisms that can protect against greater famine and improve health conditions. Researchers have noted that developmental interdependencies, which compound poverty, and therefore food crisis, irrespective of food availability, for example the Irish food famine, and abundant GDP, are problematic in a number of ways. Policy debates have ranged from microeconomics to macroeconomics in attempts to alleviate poverty, with neoliberalism arguing the need for microeconomic development within impoverished communities and further deregulation of the state, on one hand, and on the other. Opposing views have focused on the construction of poverty through multi-institutional and neoliberal policy approaches which seek to validate welfare through denormalizing the poor. Green and Hume 2004, Moss 2010, Hansen, Borgios and Drucker 2014. This paper will explore the connection between neoliberal conditions exacerbating food crisis in Haiti and Australian indigenous remote communities. Haiti. In 2008, Haiti erupted into riots in response to food crisis. Despite the food crisis being global, its impacts on Haiti was particularly harsh. Massive influxes on food costs caused desperate hunger, despite rural communities of Haiti being largely farming peasantry. This academics have argued is the result of high dependency on market for basic staples such as rice and wheat imported by the U.S., along with regulated limits on domestic production, which do not certify rural-grown produce as meeting national standards, unstable climates, hurricanes, confounded by rising costs of living in a neoliberal market economy. President Preval attempted to counter instability by introducing policy to create a flow of industrialized labor, drawing people away from the rural areas and into industrializing urban areas, thus enabling market to purchase property and commercialization. However, in 2010, a 7.0 scale earthquake rocked the foundations of Haiti once again. World Bank statistics show that the earthquake displaced 1.5 million people, further entrenching poverty and creating what was estimated at the time as $8 billion, $14 billion damage. The government in Haiti was heavily dependent on international aid in response to the earthquake, while receiving international aid prior to the earthquake due to chronic political instability leaving over half its population living in extreme poverty more so widespread in rural areas. Mazizo 2009, Margison and Taft Morales 2010, 24-25. Literature around poverty on Haiti has focused on the progressive role of international organizations while depicting Haiti as being deficient, politically illiterate, or incompetent, and further perpetuating their own demise through deviance while at the same time not recognizing the role of international aid, its paradigms and framing. Questions of credibility remain central to discourses surrounding both international aid and domestic governance. Zanotti, 2010, made a note comparing international non-government organizations, NGO, who are not accountable locally or not constructed as state agents and those who are constructed as state agents, stating, 
Since the 1990s, international organizations have conceived the building of peace as strictly linked with the building of institutions of the state, at the same time Anglo. American social science has drastically de-emphasized the role of state as an agent of development, pages 757. This juxtaposition has invariably made clear paternalism and conditionality, pages 758, remain a central and ongoing theme to Haiti slash international aid relations. Deliberate undermining of internal social and political structures and preferring international NGOs as recipients for aid in the aftermath of natural disasters, in this case the earthquake of 2010, has only entrenched poverty and socio-political chaos in Haiti. In turn, the result has been super-dependency on external sources to provide health care and food provisions through designed interdependency. Leading up to the food riots of 2009, Haiti over the period of five years saw almost a doubling of imports from the U.S. between 2002 and 2009, using foreign aid to purchase wheat and rice at the cost of the American dollar, is the equivalent to 0.015 Haitian gourd. Thus recycling foreign aid into a lucrative export for the United States, and more generally neoliberalism, while decapitating the state. Remote Indigenous Australia Similarly, in remote communities of Indigenous Australia, the focus on paternalism remains a very strong theme in framing poverty. For example, although the Northern Territory being the first state to obtain the return of land under the Aboriginal Land Rights Act 1976, as well as native title in 1996, legislative reforms which recognize Aboriginal land is an economic, cultural and social resource for indigenous peoples, poverty remains entrenched in remote indigenous communities, having been hamstrung by an overarching state and neoliberal interests. Altman, 2007, notes, despite the accumulated wealth of the nation state of Australia, indigenous people in remote or rural communities are living 40% below the poverty line in third world conditions, pages two. This, the author argues, is the result of decades of failed policy derived from neoliberal economic theories, regurgitating regressive policies from assimilationist agendas of past governments. The problem presented in remote and rural areas of Australia is complex in that indigenous people live on what are indigenous estates, which were granted or restored as a result of rights movements related to cultural responsibilities and practices which were threatened. Land had been confiscated by the state from indigenous communities during the process of colonization. A long struggle against the state finally delivered the Aboriginal Land Rights Act 1976. Forcing indigenous peoples off Aboriginal estates would compound matters by effectively resulting in a form of ethnic cleansing, Altman 2007, Scambray 2013. Yet the lack of diverse economies, consumer choices and exploitation of natural and mineral resources on indigenous estates present economic challenges to sustaining communities, food production, and health. Ferguson et al. wrote food in Northern Territory remote and rural communities are 49% higher than that of its capital, although indigenous communities suffer greater poverty. More so policies have enforced brand consumer loyalty through a basics card legislations, Scrambay 2013, 5, 141-86. Conclusion In both Australian remote communities and Haiti, wealthy neoliberal nation-states have benefited directly from paternalistic policy agendas, 
keeping low socioeconomic communities in poverty, while corporations and the state exploit their vulnerability and exacerbate food crisis. As Green and Hume, 2004, 876, argue poverty is socially constructed. Furthermore, Altman, 2007, has noted neoliberal approaches are not best suited for impoverished communities, often exploiting vulnerability, denying its own role in maintaining poverty, and developing economies from economic instability. The result of forcing neoliberal agendas onto long-term impoverished communities has created no recognizable beneficial shift for those communities themselves, but rather opportunity for political and economic elites. For impoverished communities such as remote indigenous Australia and Haiti the role of colonization, inequality, and neoliberalism can be compared to an unholy trinity. While remote indigenous communities are situated in a wealthy society with a high GDP, overarching systems of state preferring deregulation has contributed to poor health, increased costs of food and dependency. Similarly high costs of food in Haiti are the result of deregulation policy and legislative dependence on neoliberal nation states, such as the US. Powerful interests, situated in systemic inequality i.e. race, access to resources, and basic human rights. See who social determinants of health https colon slash 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 social underscore determinants slash the commission slash final report slash in determine the relativity of economic persuasion suppressing economic engagement through paternalism and structured preferencing.